All right, hello and welcome back to the Libraries and Weight Rooms, episode number 17. We are, uh, we're going to break podcast history tonight, and all three of, well, two of our guests tonight were all in one area, in one room. My two roommates, Dante Giordano and Tyler Updike. We tried to do this via Zoom about 25 minutes ago and lost connection about three times, and uh, we thought that this would be a better idea. So tonight, what we're going to talk about is uh, something a little touchy. And uh, we're going to talk about the dad bod. And we're going to talk about a couple different perspectives on it and uh, some myths, some facts, but we're going to be respectful with it. And we want to we want to try to basically give a platform uh, for this podcast that allows just information around the dad bod and living a healthier lifestyle. And so without further ado, I'm going to kick it over to our two guests, Dante and Ty, and we're going to get some perspectives from from their viewpoint. Hey, how's it going, Deesh? Thanks for having us. How are we doing? I guess I'll uh, kick this off right here. Just want to start off by saying that I'm not the biggest fan of uh, listening to podcasts or making them, um, but when it comes to a topic uh, that I like to talk about, I just made one on football with our good buddy Frank Carnavelli a few weeks ago, but this one, uh, the dad bot, is something that gets to me a little bit. Um, as many of you know, I'm a PE teacher. Uh, my father was a PE teacher. And it's something I've been around athletics and sports my entire life. Uh, physical education is what PE stands for. And originally, uh, PE in the early 1900s was for uh, preparing young men for fighting off in World War I, World War II. Um, so in PE class, they did sit-ups, push-ups, pull-ups, all that good stuff uh, to maintain a healthy uh, living. They learned about health, and they were very healthy when they went off to war. Um, and now uh, we looked at the dad bod definition, um, and it says the average male's body. Well, 100 years ago, the average male was this ripped guy getting ready to go to war. Now the average male has a gut uh, or is unfit, is another word for the dad bod, and is sitting on his couch just hanging out every night. Uh, so that's kind of how things have changed over the 100 years, and we're going to get into that a little bit as we go. I'm personally not a big fan of this topic. Um I don't like the idea that a dad bod is seen as something that could be an attractive thing on a male. I think it just shows that they're unhealthy personally, but um, I think there's there's deeper meanings behind it, and they could be taken in different ways, and it's not all about looks. Um, but personally, not a fan of the topic. But So one of the things that I think a lot of uh, that we've heard personally is – when a girl says, oh, I like the dad bod. <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, what's the first thing that, that kicks into your head? Is it like, uh-oh, am I, should, I, should I join the, the dad bod community? Or, or what, is your, what is kind of your first perspective around that? Um, no. <laughs> but uh, I think it's, it more comes down to, um, I like to think it comes down to what people think is important. In this case, what girls think is important in a guy. So if they're more laid back or, or confident, um, then I think sometimes that, that can come off as attractive, and I think it should. Um, and I think sometimes if you are comfortable with your body, and that can come across as attractive and could be um, taken in a good way. And um, yeah, yeah, I think uh, there's definitely a girls that like that style. Um, I'm not going to change myself for that. Everybody's got a certain thing that they like or don't like. Um, but I like being fit. Uh, that's something that I've taken pride in over the years. We've all played sports. 
uh, something that I want to maintain a healthy living. Uh, it goes beyond just your looks, uh, your, the way you feel. Um, having a little bit of pride, having a little bit of dedication to working out and eating healthy uh, isn't always easy. You know, it's easy to go eat pizza and, and not go to the gym. Um, a lot of the times, uh, people with a dead body or people that are unfit, um, some people don't care and that's, that's their choice. Um, but a lot of people that do have it and would like to, to change out of that unfit lifestyle come up with excuses. Um, slow metabolism, don't have time to work out, uh, too tired after work to work out. Um, healthy food is expensive. Uh, girls like it. Uh, and just those excuses, if you're somebody that wants to change um, and not have this dad bod, it's very doable. But those excuses that I just mentioned um, aren't valid to me. I think those are all things that you can overcome. Um, it's something that everybody with a little dedication, a little pride can can really figure out. I completely agree, Daniel. And I agree with, with, uh, with your point too, Ty. I think there's a level of, you know, we... I think we live in a society where we see people who are in extremely good shape, you know, bodybuilders, CrossFit athletes, professional athletes, and we think, oh my God, that's got to be just ridiculously unachievable. When really it's, you know, it comes down to a matter of, and, and Dan, I think, I think you, you've even mentioned this before, you know, what do you, what do you eat? How much do you sleep and how much water do you drink? And it, you know, if you kind of fine tuned those three areas and really just focused on those areas of your life regarding, you know, your physical physique and your actual health, you'd see improvements fairly quickly. And, you know, you don't have to just focus your whole life on the way that you look. There's obviously other areas of your life that you want to focus on, but it's important to have a little bit of pride in the way that you look, because the way that you look really reflects a lot of the way that you feel and the way that you feel, the way that you act and the results that you get. So there's a huge correlation to, you know, the actual physical stature that, that you present and the results that you get because you'll feel better and, and it doesn't have to be you know a 24/7 huge dedication to it you know it can be a something that you do every day but it's it's for maybe an hour or it's for maybe you know it's uh, x amount of gallons of water you drink a day or x amount of hours you try to get your sleep so there's like some small things that you can do that really can make a, a very big difference yeah I like how you said that too and I also like how you're having this podcast directly after the last one that you had. Mm -hmm. Um, talking about how health can impact your your mental, and um, I just think being unhealthy, um, which is me talking about dad bods. I think you you have you could have it comes with different things, right? So it could come with like confidence, um, and most of the time, I think it comes with um, just a bad mental state. Like you don't feel good about yourself. Um, you could have like more mood swings or. Um, it could impact you in like a bunch of other ways. Um, like you feel lethargic, you don't want to do anything. And I think personally, girls like to go out and do stuff. They like to get out and I don't know, go on dates and go to different places. They like traveling and that's, that's what I think about at least. I think uh, one of the biggest um, excuses too, I forgot to mention this, that kind of goes along is people don't think this is achievable. Uh, they blame their genetics. Um, anybody can look however they want to look. Um, and a big part of this, uh, and going back to physical education, you know, people joke around, call it gym nowadays, but being educated about being physically fit. Uh, every day um, I try to look up stuff and just kind of new foods and things like that. But you go to Wegmans and you look at people's shopping carts and they are, are tricked. These advertising companies are so good that they've tricked people into these foods 
I like to call them trap foods, um, where they make it seem like it's healthy for you, um, but it's loaded with sugar, it's loaded with salt, loaded with uh, bad fat. Uh, a good example of that would be yogurt. You know, somebody's trying to look better, feel better, so they go out and buy uh, yogurt, which they think is healthy for them. And uh, some yogurts are, but some are packed with sugar and just as bad as ice cream. Uh, same with protein bars, uh, cereal. Uh, those are just some foods that come to my mind right away. You know, someone might say, I'm eating chicken every night for dinner. Well, are you eating chicken nuggets or are you eating a chicken breast you know, grilled on the, on the grill? So uh, things like that. Um, they're very important when, if you want to change, being educated about this topic. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a very good point because I know a lot of people, you know, and I think I actually said this in the last podcast, you know, your abs are made in the kitchen. You can work your ass off in the gym, but if you come home and eat like shit, you know, you're not going to see the results that you're expecting to see. You know, uh, they, uh, I think I, I mentioned this in the, in the last podcast, you know, we got 24 hours in a day and if your average workout is one hour, the effectiveness of that workout is determined by the other 23 hours of your day. So if you address that workout in those other 23 hours with actually understanding the food that you are putting into your body, similar to what, to what Dano said, actually like looking at the nutritional labels, looking at the ingredients, you know, avoiding those trap foods, you know, not buying the yogurts that have a, a ton of sugar in them. Or like, I, you know, we, I think we always say too, like people say that they eat sandwiches and that's like a, a mystery of a healthy food. Sandwiches are full of sugar, salt, and fat. You know, you, you, you get any sub from Subway, Debella's, anywhere, it's all sugar, salt, and fat. And there's little changes that you can make, you know, to saying, all right, I'm not going to eat a sandwich today. I'm going to eat a, uh, I'm going to eat yogurt or I'm um, excuse me, I'm going to eat oatmeal. I'm going to eat steel cut oats and I'm going to mix in some cinnamon into there and a couple of bananas. That's a delicious treat. That is outstanding. And we eat that a ton here, and it's kind of like a substitute for a lot of these other unhealthier foods. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I think something that's, that's important to be said here is that, um, in, my, in my opinion, I think the body, um, you can kind of shape your body how you want, and you kind of get that luxury in life. Um, you can go to the gym or not go to the gym. Uh, when you're at the gym, you can work out different parts of your body. Um, but I think all in all, you could like, you could go for runs, you could be skinny, like lanky, or you could kind of tone your body type to how you want. And I think a lot of that comes down to, well, both of them just pointed at me. <laughs> um, I think that comes down to, you can, you can do different things with your body for different purposes. So some people like to, um, to, to shape their body into a, a certain sport condition. So they want to be able to play a sport better. Um, some people, and I think most of this comes down to wanting to be attractive to whatever sex you prefer. If you want um, a girl to think you're attractive or a certain type of girl, then you're going for, you're going to go for that type of look. You're going to go for that look. We always talk about like having a look in our house. And I think we all kind of go for that same look. And, um, but we try to be lean and we try to be in shape and I think uh, a lot of that comes down to what kind of um, person you're you're looking for, what kind of girl in our case you prefer. Uh, just to just to finish up here, this is my last thing I'm going to add. Uh, but if somebody is actually listening to this and is really interested in, in making a change, maybe they have a dad bod, or maybe they just want to get a little bit better shape. And with the holidays coming up, maybe you just want to uh, lose a couple pounds after the holidays. The number one suggestion I have is eliminating all sugar. Um, that goes for artificial sweeteners. So diet sodas, those don't count. Those are sugar. Uh, pizza, you look at uh, white bread. 
Uh, simple carbohydrates. It says there's no sugar in it, but it's the same. It turns in your body. It turns into sugar uh, once you digest it. So that is still sugar. Um, just looking at those labels, looking at labels, you want high protein, high fiber, uh, low sugar. And that is my number one thing I say to people, uh, you should only drink water and black coffee. That's really, those are zero sugar, zero calories. Um, and that's what I would highly suggest if you're really looking to make a change, uh, cutting that sugar out of your diet. Two things too, that I just thought of that both from what Dano and Ty just said, you know, Ty mentions a, a good point. You want to look good for the females or males that you're attracted to. So it's kind of an external attraction that you want, you know, we, you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant, whatever, like we want the people who we're attracted to, to be tr attracted to us. So it's kind of like an external look at the same time, you know, we're not doing this all for other people. We're, we're doing this for ourselves too, because when, when you look in the mirror and, and you feel good and you take your shirt off or whatever it might be, that's a very good feeling. And when you have those types of feeling of, man, I, I look healthy, I feel good. You're going to have a lot better results in your life. And to Dano's point, another thing that I think we've, we personally, I think do a pretty good job of this. And I think we've uh, kind of communicated this to other people. Be aware of the, of the alcohol that you consume when you go out. You know, don't be drinking uh, rum and Cokes and Red, Red Bull Vodkas and these extremely sugary drinks. You know, I, I think we, uh, we, you know, the, the birth of the seltzer was a, a blessing in disguise, you know, a White Claw or a High Noon. These things are not jammed full of sugar, and you can have a, a decent amount of them, and it's not artificial sugar though. Artificial sugar. They have some artificial sugar. In there. Ar artificial sugar, and it's not gonna. It's not as bad as having a Coke and, and rum or what whatever it might we might typically consume. And another thing too is a lot of times when you come home from the bars and stuff, and you know you've had a couple of drinks, you want a garbage plate, you want chicken fingers, you want pizza. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Find some pretzels. Find some popcorn. Find. Something that is not juiced up with sugar, salt, fat, all these bad things that are just going to sit in your stomach because your body's going to rip through the alcohol first. So, you know, just some like these small little changes that you can make that can have a pretty big impact on your health. Um, I think something I kind of like playing devil's advocate with every topic that I that I like to talk about. Um, but I think a lot of the um, this whole talk about the dad bod and it being the more attractive look. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to um, the type of culture that is cultivated at the gym. I think there's a, there's kind of like a, a, a douchey, are you allowed to swear on here? Let it rip. All right. I think it comes with like a douchey culture. I think everyone kind of acknowledges that to some degree. And I think uh, there's some people in it that are um, just kind of doing it to look good for girls and they kind of go overboard with it. And it's just, uh, the gym culture can kind of be overwhelming at times, and I could see why people would think that that could come off as a little bit um, maybe cocky or um, just overly in your face, like I'm freaking jacked and I know it. Um, but also, I think uh, another point to that is that I think the dad bod, I don't know, something about if, if you have a dad bod, you, you might you might have had um, a different upbringing than others. Maybe I um, feel like having sisters is something that could raise your confidence around girls. You might, you might know how to talk better with girls. You might be more comfortable around them. And that could play into just something different that's not exactly looks, but 
that you want to jump in? I would definitely attest to that because I know uh, Dante's an only child and he couldn't talk to girls for most of his life. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a little bummed out about that one. <laughs> but no, Ty, I, I completely agree. I think that, you know, growing up with, if you have a female presence who's essentially your equivalent, if it's like a sibling of some sort, I definitely think you're a little bit more comfortable around them because you've, you've grown up with them. But I think there's also, there's like a level of, you know, the, the way your, your body looks is completely up to you. You know, we've talked about this a, a, in a couple different occasions. We ha have been blessed with the ability to literally shape yourself the way you want to. And if you want to have this, what, what is it, What do they call it? The suburban father of a nuclear family look. <laughs> the dad bod. It's, yeah, a visible beer belly. If, if this is something that, that you are okay with, then, then let it rock. Like, own it. But if it's something that you want to change, you can change it. And that's what we want to kind of communicate today is that there are certain ways, to, I mean, just from some of the stuff that we talked about, understanding the food that you're actually eating, understanding the water that you're, you're drinking, the sleep that you're getting. Uh, Dan, how, what did you recommend for sleeping? Seven to eight hours. Seven, seven to eight hours a night? Yeah. And so, and I completely agree with that. And I think that, you know, just addressing those couple of things can make a huge difference in your physical health, the way you look, which ultimately connects back to your, uh, to your mental health. So any uh, last words, gentlemen, that you guys want to let? Um, yeah, just real quick. I don't think I really wrapped up the thought that I had before exactly how I wanted, but I think, uh, something, there's other ways of being confident with, with girls and that could come off as attractive. And I think that's something that could be like, say you're, you have like a, a woman presence around you as a kid. So maybe you don't feel the need to go to the gym and be as, um, as, as bulky or like be in as good a shape as others because you feel comfortable doing that and you don't really need to because you feel so comfortable around girls. And I think girls um, have a drastically different opinion on guys versus guys to girls in the sense that I think guys find um, attraction in physical form way more prominent than girls do where they find um, personality and confidence and um, well, just there's so many varieties of things that I could say about that. There's like tons of different things that girls find attractive, but I think it's more, um, more of a variety than the male mind works. Hey, buddy, land the plane. Thank God he's not a pilot or he'd never get to your destination. Guys, that's all I got for you. Best of luck out there. <laughs> now he's not happy, but he had a lot of good points. Good stuff. Have a good one, everyone. We'll see you later. Merry Christmas. All right, guys. Thank you very much for, uh, for tuning in today. Hope you enjoyed this little, uh, this little perspective on the dad bod from uh, 909 Park Avenue. We appreciate you guys tuning in and look forward to speaking with you guys next week. We'll see you. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs>